it's up to you and me to shine a guiding light and lead the way. United by our cause, we have the power to pursue what we believe. We'll achieve the realization of our dreams. Hello, welcome to this week's episode of New Horizons. I'm Vaughan Benison. Thanks for joining us. Just before we get into our feature interview this week, Northern Pictures is interested in people who are looking to be part of a documentary about dating. That documentary is called Better Date Than Never. They're particularly looking for females in Victoria aged 19 to 26. If you're interested, you can contact casting at northernpictures.com.au. Casting at northernpictures.com.au. One of the roles we play in New Horizons is to make listeners aware of people who are on the board, the National Policy Council, and in other key roles in Blind Citizens Australia. Andrew Webster has been on the board for some considerable time now and is currently serving as Treasurer and Chair of the Finance, Audit and Risk Management Committee. Andrew, welcome to the program. I know it's been a while, but uh, great to have you here. Thanks very much, Vaughan. Very glad to be here. Tell us a little bit about you. You're based in Canberra. Yes, uh, I live in Canberra. Um, I'm married to my wife, Bernie. We have three uh, adult children. They're living independently from us. And uh, in addition to reading, I enjoy swimming, uh, tandem cycling and uh, singing in a local choir. I worked uh, for most of my working life at the Australian Bureau of Statistics uh, and and. It was a very interesting job. I worked in many different areas of the Bureau. Two that stand out for me was uh, were um, working in uh, the area of uh, statistics uh, for and about Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people. And, uh, and the other was uh, toward the end of uh, the time I was working, uh, taking on a new field of statistics, which was uh, called data integration. Our role there was to, rather than go out and do new surveys, um, use the data that governments already have about us as people and put it together and um, build build new statistical products from that. A lot of my role was more in the areas of management, designing how we would collect the statistics or engaging with people about uh, what mattered to them and what they needed uh, to, you know, what they needed to have information about. So in some ways, uh, a bit of a head for numbers, but a lot of my work was not actually uh, adding up. Thank goodness. In many respects, the uh, Australian Bureau of Statistics has had quite a long uh, and healthy relationship with the blind and vision impaired community. And I'm thinking in particular when the census started to go online uh, back around 13 or 14 years ago, and there were moves uh, taken to make that accessible. And now uh, it is a very accessible process and uh, one which the Bureau should be congratulated on. Did you have much to do with uh, the world of blindness and vision impairment prior to uh, your work with BCA? Not, not very much, Vaughan, uh, in, in the sense that I was a recipient of services and uh, from the very beginnings of uh, tertiary studies onwards, uh, whether that was study or whether that was work, um, reasonable adjustments for work, uh, I, I was a recipient, but I 
wasn't actively involved in uh, kind of advocacy or, or policy work for um, people who are blind and vision impaired. That said, um, the Bureau of Statistics was always a very good employer and always made um, great efforts for, for reasonable adjustment for me throughout my working career. And I think there was an awareness of the needs of, of blind and, and vision impaired people in the organisation. When did you first become aware of the work of Blind Citizens Australia and what prompted you to, to get involved, particularly at board level? In the early 2000s, I used to listen to, uh, well, I still do listen to our local one uh, RPH um, reading service, uh, I, I came across New Horizons by accident. Um, I used to go to the pool for a stress buster swim on a Saturday morning and um, my wife uh, used to uh, do the marketing on, on at that time and I would often get home before her and she'd put a load of washing on before she left and my job was to peg that on the clothesline. So first I'd peg the transistor on and put it on one RPH and just see what was on. And invariably, uh, because of the time, you know, we're pretty regular in our activities, uh, it, uh, it was on the New Horizons program. So I got vicariously involved. Uh, I got to know the people who were um, engaged directly in BCA. And I often heard interesting stories. I loved the stories about people's lives. Um, and the interesting lives that people led. I kept listening to the show, but nothing happened. Um, I guess I was busy with my own life and my own work, um, and I wasn't sure what kind of contribution I could make. And then in, it uh, wasn't until about 2018 uh, that I, uh, I think through, there might've been a kind of gradual increase in uh, communication, particularly through through email, I must have been on a list, and uh, there was a vacancy, a casual vacancy on the National Policy Council for ACT persons. So I put my hand up and uh, I was accepted. So that's how I started. And you've been on the board a couple of years now, but uh, you're not just a board member, you're the treasurer of Blind Citizens Australia. What excites you the most, uh, both as a board member of the organisation and particularly as treasurer? BCA does great work, I think, for for people who are blind and vision impaired and, and is an organisation that I really admire. And I'm excited to be part of it and to be working alongside uh, the many fine people who are part of the organisation. I'm very glad to take on the role as treasurer. Interesting, you asked me if I had a head for numbers and I, I'm reasonable with numbers, but I'm often terrible if the numbers have got a dollar sign in front of them. So it's been a real challenge to uh, come to terms with uh, accounting and finances, uh, balance sheets, and profit and loss, they're all in some ways all known from management experience within the public service or within the Bureau of Statistics, but unknown from the perspective of being uh, in a disability representative organisation. 
so it's been it's been a a great learning curve for me what i'm excited to do is to be able to do my best to ensure that we've got a sound financial basis on which we can then go forward and 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 do the work so it's a bit of the making sure the foundation's right and um, it's something that that i think that um that i'm able to do um and and i enjoy doing it let's talk a little bit more closely about that role and you know it's one that does take a certain amount of skill but you don't have to be an accountant to be a treasurer but you you do have to be able to read as you say a balance sheet and a profit and loss what sort of arrangements um, are or can be put in place to make that easier for people who are thinking about taking on such a role well the first thing is that you don't take that role on alone so I'm part of a finance committee so whereas um, one of the important roles of all board members is to ensure good stewardship of the uh, finances of an organization most organizations and bca is no exception have a subcommittee or or another delegate that delegate that responsibility at one level to to a special committee and and it's has got the intriguing name, the FARM, the, which stands for the Finance, Audit and Risk Management Committee. And that committee is comprised of uh, two board members at the moment, two other members who are not board members. And interestingly, uh, in our constitution, they don't need to be people who are members of BCA. They could be experts that we inviting from the community to 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 help us um, and in addition to that um, some of the staff attend the meeting those who've got an important finance role and they're um, the ceo sally orish the finance manager sue cutler and uh, our general manager of operations angela jeski so the first thing i think is that that in in being part of uh if someone's thinking about contributing to BCA, um, then then they do it within a context among people, many of whom have got lots of experience and lots of wisdom to share. And that's what I found. I found that I had a lot to learn. The second thing I think is that if someone isn't too um, frightened really by numbers, uh, then, then that's helpful. And an attentive reading of uh, of of these various um, financial reports uh, pays off, and and you can just ask some very simple questions. Um, one of the questions is, well, what's different this month from last month, and are any of the numbers hugely different <laughs> than they were last month? Um, or you look at the end of the 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 end of the month and you say, well, our expenses were so much. And our income was so much, well, which was the bigger? <laughs> and if the income's, income's greater, then we think, okay, we're probably going okay. If the, if the expenses are greater, we think, ah, oh, well, we need to look at that a bit more. Why is that happening? Often the art of working in these committees is not to understand the nuts and bolts of accounting, but to ask questions 
about what we're seeing in the reports um, to try and find out, you know, what's going on and whether particularly, I think, a good question that I like to ask at meetings is to ask, uh, to ask Sally or to ask Sue, is there anything that concerns you in the figures today? I don't remember off the top of my head if there are any board roles coming up uh, at the AGM this year, but are there any thoughts that you have around uh, what it takes to be a good board member and what people should consider as they think about whether they might apply to uh, join the board or the uh, National Policy Council? There are a couple of vacancies this year. Um, I guess I'd ask people to see, well, how long have you been uh, perhaps listening to New Horizons or how long have you been aware of BCA? And is it time that you would like to do something? Um, I was certainly drawn to do that. The second thing I'd like to say is that uh, one of the hesitations I had was that um, I'm vision impaired with reasonable, usable vision. And I thought, I'm a sort of, am I the sort of person who has anything to contribute to an organisation that's called Blind Citizens Australia and is importantly focused on, uh, on, on the needs, while it's for the needs of all people who are blind and vision impaired, I wondered if my vision impairment was serious enough for, <laughs> to, to really be able to contribute to that. And I think I'd be saying to people, uh, maybe re-look at that uh, question, if you have that question in your mind like I did. Um, it's still a question for me. I'm still, as a person with a vision impairment, trying to work out my own identity in this space. Um, but that doesn't mean don't do anything. It often means that uh, why don't uh, you uh, join and uh, see what happens. And if you'd like to get in touch with Blind Citizens Australia, you can call 1-800-033-660, or you can email bca at bca.org.au, bca at bca.org.au. I'll talk to you again next week. We'll achieve the realisation of a dream, of our dream.